Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information. Welcome to The Wave Podcast. I am Danny Ortiz. And this is Michael Red. Um, and uh, welcome to uh, a great episode that we're going to have today. We just felt like uh, we needed to do one. We normally don't do one on Sundays. Um, but, um, and we normally don't put a date, but this is on Sunday. Um, and we won Sunday, March 15th and we would just want to be an encouragement. Uh, how are you doing, Michael? Uh, Michael and I are both self quarantined right now and we are in two different locations. How are you doing, Mike? Well, I'm half asleep. Um, my brother woke me up this morning, um, to jump on this podcast, which was, I think a necessary, necessary thing that we had to do this morning. I uh, have been up all night long, Danny, um, just watching coverage and doing more research on what we're dealing with uh, in the world today with this coronavirus. Um, but it was pertinent that I got up to spend time with you to share with um, the people out here about what we're doing and what's going on with the coronavirus. Yeah. So, you know, with our listeners that are listening, you know, we, we, we did it at, um, you know, the schools are closed here in Ohio for the next three weeks. And uh, Mike and myself have uh, took it upon ourselves to go ahead and, and quarantine ourselves with our families and our homes, um, not only to abide uh, by the laws that is happening, but also to understanding uh, what they call the social distancing now, right? Um, that That's very important. And we wanted to jump on the podcast to talk about some of the stuff. We're not experts. We're just going to give you some of the stuff that we have heard. And then to give you some biblical context also, I think a lot of times in, in times of trouble and times of difficult times, when it seems like everything is going uh, hey and uh, nothing's going right, God is still in control. God is still king. He's still on the throne. And I think that's one of the messages that you and I, as I woke you up this morning, you know what I mean? You <laughs> and I want to tell the world, you know what I mean, that God is still in control. But, you know, um, just to talk about the coronavirus and, or COVID-19, uh, 19, I think it's called. I don't even know the whole full name of it. Um, but I think, you know, one of the things that they are talking to us and our authorities is about, you know, curving that, that peak line, you know, instead of, you know, having everyone sick at the same time, you know, social distancing from each other. Um, so that way we can curve that line and it will be trickling effect um, and not having everyone go to the hospital at the same time. Is that that's how you see it, Michael? That's what what we, we we've been learning a little bit about. Yeah, COVID nineteen um, is uh, is is a serious thing, and so we've been doing a lot of research on it, um, and just becoming more aware and educated uh, of the ramifications of of the encounter of it. Um, and and to your point, Danny, um, it's important to know that God is the greatest power. There's nothing more powerful than our God. Um, let's establish that first. Um, he's almighty. Um, he's everything. And social distancing does not negate the power of God. Let me say that again. Social distancing and becoming more aware and more educated about what's happening does not negate the power of God. Um, it's not about walking in fear, but it's about walking in wisdom. And so um, a lot of times we can 
misinterpret wisdom for fear. And so we're taking every precaution there is uh, to stay away and not have our kids um, in contact with it. Uh, our parents who are older, um, whose immune systems may be a little weaker than ours, um, not then be exposed to it as well. And so, you know, Danny and I have taken it upon ourselves along with our team, WAVE team and ministry, we take it upon ourselves to kind of quarantine and be wise in this time to stay away from the streets as much as possible um, so we can uh, not be a walking weapon to our parents and, and those who are older than us and even to ourselves. In fact, I read something this morning, actually, Danny, before I got on the call, where um, in a certain part of the world, half of the people that are in ICU are under the age of 60, actually. So this is affecting not only the elderly and our seniors, this is affecting everyone. So we should be more cautious and become more aware. And 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 Jesus did say in this life you'll have trouble, but do not fear for he is going to deliver us from them all. You know, we know that he's a deliverer. And yeah. I think you touched on something that's like a little soapbox for me that I'm going to go on. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just not, uh, this is not even to say, uh, uh, we're telling you a why. We're just giving you the truth when we say, you know, that God gives us wisdom. Um, we see all through scripture. Uh, we see the children of uh, Israel going through a time like this where they had to be isolated. You know what I mean? Um, it's not new in the sense where there's been plagues and different things that have come on the earth. You know what I mean? So we learn from scripture that God gives wisdom through different situations, you know? And I think a lot of times, you know, I was standing in the uh, grocery store the other day and I, and I told this story, Mike, and, and people are getting stuff, but someone mm -hmm. took it upon themselves just to voice their opinion, even though it was different from other people. And I was just in my heart wishing that he would not voice it out loud like that. He was just getting on everybody for buying what they buying. Um, and, and, it's hard for us to have both situations. And what I mean by that is both understanding that we have faith and we have wisdom working together at the same time. It can be true to be saying that perfect love casts out fear. And it is perfect love does cast out fear. We don't live in fear. That can be true. And at the same time it can be true that we use wisdom on getting the things that we need in our homes. You know what I mean? Getting hand sanitizers, washing our hands, we don't wash our hands because we live in fear. We wash our hands because we are living in wisdom. And we understanding that our authorities are telling us this is the right way of doing as we have human interaction, wash your hands. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of times we have uh, people of faith, men of God, people that love the Lord, they take these extremist point of views on both sides. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of times they go into uh, uh, what, what I call the ignorant talk. You know what I mean? Where where it's good to have faith and it's good to say all these things. But when you then say have faith and downgrade everything everyone else saying around you and you just look at everyone else as that they the idiots and you're the hero and God's going to use you more and God's going to anoint you more and God's going to anoint you and keep you away from this virus. Well, I think that that becomes a little bit uh, ignorant talk at that point. You know what I mean? And I want to just share that real quick because I think a lot of times in our faith community, uh, people feel bad. You know what I mean? This guy was making everyone feel bad in the line, right? He was calling everyone an idiot for just going and buying the necessities that they needed, not knowing everyone's situation, not knowing how someone will handle something, not how many family members they had. 
He was just going in because he had a thought in his mind. All of this is made up and all of you guys are crazy. You know what I mean? Mm. And so for, for me, Mike, I'd rather always say, uh, I always side in this, in the side of uh, cautiousness and grace, right? Then not, then dismissing everything and saying, everyone's crazy. Uh, I got more faith. God has my back and quoting all the scriptures that we believe. I believe in Psalms 91. I believe we dwell in the secret place. I'm going to quote that later when I talk to Rabbi Tuli about this. You know what I mean? Um, I believe that perfect love casts out fear. But I also believe that we see straight through scripture um, how God gives wisdom through times of trouble. And that trouble is going to come. You know, we, we can't escape trouble. Mike, you know what I mean? It's going yeah. to come. How do we handle it when it comes is a different situation. No, no question about it. I, I still count it a privilege, Danny, to live in this, this time. Um, I believe we're living at the greatest time in the history of the world, and it may not feel like it right now. Um, calamity is going to forever be all around us. Um, but I, I still see opportunity within this, this moment. Um, you know, uh, to quote President Franklin Roosevelt during his inauguration speech during the Depression era of America, he says, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. That's right. It's a powerful statement. And what he's saying, the spirit of what he's saying is that we shouldn't focus on being afraid and being fearful. And I get those, Danny, who are dealing with anxiety and dealing with fear because of the unknown of this of this disease and this virus um i get and i have empathy on people who are um in panic um so i get i get the scene and i I get the climate for sure and, and completely understand and i think it's important that um that we as believers share the opportunity of who jesus is in this moment um that he is our anchor um that he is almighty, that he is all, all in all. And having that assurance helps us get through these times um, and, and trusting in him with all of our hearts that he knows exactly what he's doing and what's happening right now. He did not send this virus. Let me be clear. God did not send this virus, but I believe that he's allowed it to happen for greater purposes um, that are unknown to us. And it's okay for this to be a mystery to us. We don't have to figure out why this is happening or how this is happening in a sense to our world, but this should be able to push us more into a level of trust in God than we've ever had before in our lives. And to express that to the world who's looking for hope and looking for an anchor. Um, so I think this is a great opportunity um, to share Jesus and to share um, our faith and, and our level of trust in God in this time um, and let that be light to the world. So, yeah, I, 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 I've said a lot, but I think... No, 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 that, you're, you're absolutely going, right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, and, and I think the wisdom thing is so powerful, man, that we, we, we cannot misinterpret wisdom for fear. Um, no. We, 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 we have to... See, part of the prophetic is being wise. Like, wisdom is a gatekeeper for the future. So wisdom protects our future. So yeah. we have to be able to set up infrastructures and set up structures for our future to be protected. That's what wisdom is. 
So being prophetic and, and all of that doesn't include being goofy, um, but it, it includes being wise and having strategy on how to combat. You look at you look at Joseph, right? Joseph um, had a strategy because a famine was coming to the land. No matter what he did or anybody else did, there was a famine that was coming. And what was required was absolute strategy um, and tactics on how to save the people um, from perishing because of starvation. And so this is the time where we begin to put on and download the genius of God, the brilliance of God, the wisdom of God uh, on, how to, on how to combat what we're facing. And that includes preparation, buying certain essentials, uh, medications for our families, protecting our families, protecting ourselves, which will uh, ultimately protect the culture and society. And so we've got to use wisdom in this time. Uh, I get radical faith. I get radical um, trust in God. Um, but at the same time, um, and there is no balance. There is this radical trust in God. But also within that is trusting that he uh, will take care of this and that he's in control uh, and not our flesh and not our pride to combat the media and the narrative that's out there in the world, if that makes sense, Danny. No, absolutely. And with that okay. pride comes that hero syndrome to what you're saying. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the man of power, man of God, man of the hour. We are men of God. You know, God loves all his children. You know what I mean? Uh, God loves every person he created in his image. You know what I mean? Uh, he doesn't love one side less than the other, to your, say, to your point. He doesn't love one section of people more than the other. Uh, dare I say he doesn't love the United States more than he loves any other country. All right. Amen. I'm going to say right. that again. There, I say he doesn't love the United States more than he loves every other country. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. God loves people because he has created us in his image. Um, and I want to look at this in three different segments to your point, Mike. Uh, I want to look at Genesis 50, 19 to 21, because I was telling you yesterday about Joseph. Joseph hit me really hard the last couple of days as I've been asking the Lord about this and praying about this because we should be praying. Uh, I believe that we are entered uh, in, in our Sabbath. You know, I, I look at it as the, the mandatory Sabbath of the world, you know what I mean? Uh, where everybody's quarantined to their homes, you know what I mean? And, and, and just the demand is rest. The demand is take the opportunity to spend time, not only with your family, but spend time with the Lord, you know what I mean? Where we live in a, a hustle bustle situation and, and God is allowing, like you said, Mike, he's not, he's not the author of this because the only author of destruction is Satan and the enemy against our souls. But when you read Joseph in Genesis 50, he says, but Joseph said to them, do not fear, for I am in the place of God. And he's talking to his brothers at the time. His brothers were afraid uh, dad had passed away. And they thought, man, they're gonna, he's, he's going to take us back out because he's going to remember that we were wrong him. But he told him, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. And I just want to stop that. You meant it for evil. And the enemy means things for evil. But God then takes those opportunities and turns them around for good. Uh, and I love Joseph's life because Joseph takes uh, a turn. Uh, and a lot of times it was a turn for the bad, right? He gets his great dream from God, Mike. And the dream, you know, he tells his brothers, we know what happens, throws him in a pit. Well, that's the situation. You know what I mean? Uh, hello, God, you're talking to me. And this winds me up in a pit, right? Yeah. Then from a and works his butt off. In, in, in Pharaoh's house, right? He goes in, in Potiphar's house. He's, wor he's working. He's doing great. 
and because of righteousness, it winds him up in jail. Well, that's not a great situation. I'm in jail. You know what I mean? But one thing I love about Joseph's life, he takes this approach uh, that he tells his brother. Everything that he saw that was that looked evil against him, he just said, God, what can I see the good in? How can I see the good in this? How can I learn in this situation? Um, he never stopped prophesying in jail, right? We know that's how God, that got him out of jail, right? Because he's still, like mm -hmm. you're saying, he's still encouraged. He still believed. He still walked and believed um, that God was going to use him. But he embraced the fact that, listen, I'm in this situation. You know what I mean? And for us, we find ourselves in a situation of, of, of hard times, troubled times, fear. Fear is real. You know what I mean? Anxiety is real. Depression is real. And all that comes and can come in this time because, uh, you know what I mean, as we watch the news, you know what I mean, as we watch what's happening in the world, as we watch more people get the COVID-19, it can bring fear on us. But instead of looking at, I'm afraid, look at it in Joseph's eye. Let Joseph teach us, God, what good can I see out of this? You know what I mean? And one of the first things I see is we can look at the king in this hour. You know what I mean? In Matthew 6, uh, 31, Mike, and, 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 and chime in any time, but I just, these scriptures, I just feel like I want to just share it with the people. Therefore, take no thought saying, what, you, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For, for the Gentiles seek after all these things, and you are he your heavenly Father knows that you need of them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow or thought or take any worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Sufficient is the trouble of our own day. Now, this is Jesus talking. Jesus is saying sufficient is the worry that you're going to have for the day that you're living in. You know what I mean? Don't worry about tomorrow. God has your back. You know what I mean? So one of the first things I see with this is, God, what good can come out of this? Two, I have to keep my eyes on you. I got to keep my eyes on the king because the king is everything. You know what I mean? And in this time that I'm isolated, in this time that I'm alone and at home, how can I further myself in the kingdom and my relationship with you? How can I further my family? Mike, Deuteronomy 6 tells us to, 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 to bring our children to the table and have these conversations with, about the king with them. You know what I mean? We've been living busy lives, a lot of us. You know what I mean? And it's hard sometimes to just take the time to talk about the king, you know? And I think one of the encouragements that if I take out of this is, God, how can my, my family and I just come closer to you in this time? You know what I mean? How can we seek mm -hmm. your face more in this time? Um, how can we hear you more in this time? And how can we see the good? And how can we do good with what's happening? Meaning, if, if, if I got, you know, more toilet paper than my neighbor, and my neighbor doesn't have toilet paper because that seems to be the thing that everybody's buying, Mike. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then, <laughs> and I don't, yeah. I, I really don't know why. That's that, that one baffles me, and we can talk into that, but the toilet paper thing, but you know what I mean? I'm going to go and reach out to my neighbor and if they need, I'm going to give them what I, whatever I can need. You know what I mean? Whatever I can give to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, yeah. those are the thoughts that are going through my mind right now as we uh, are going in this and as we are approaching this, uh, approaching it and knowing that God is always good to us and he's a good father. You know what I mean? And he's going to be a good father. But in this life, we will have, right? Right? That, that's what Jesus said. Right. We will have trouble. That's, no question. I... To, to your point, man, you're giving good food, man. As believers, multiple times we're instructed in Scripture to fear not. And you're right, man. We serve an incredible Abba, an incredible Father. 
an incredible God that loves and cares for his children. But his fear not commands do not mean we will not experience physical illness, inconveniences, or other, you know, um, other issues around our lives. Uh, the stock market, for example, is very volatile right now. You know, our portfolios are lowering right now, right? The, the, the market is very emotional because people are emotional, right? But as fear not commands relentlessly point to, Danny, the unchanging nature of God, that he is not moved. Come on, man. He's not changing. He's bigger than any fear. He's bigger than any virus. And I said this earlier, he's bigger than any calamity in the world. And we have to remember, man, that our father is still trustworthy, Danny. Yeah. Even though we don't understand his way. Come on, man. See, th that's, that's where it becomes a challenge to us as human beings and as believers is, is can we trust him when we don't understand? Can we trust him even though we can't trace him? We may not understand everything that, that's happening. Can I read a, a couple of scriptures to you myself, actually? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if that's okay, I, there, there's 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 a scripture that stuck out to me uh, in Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one, that literally has blown my mind over this time period. And, and so, in Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one, and then I'm going to jump down to verse eleven. For everything there is a season. I'm reading out of the the ESV translation. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven. Read that again. For everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. That's right. Verse 11 says, he has made everything beautiful in its time. Come on, man. Wow. So even in this COVID-19 coronavirus time, the Bible says in verse 11, he has made everything beautiful in its time. That's right. That's fascinating to me. And that, to me, speaks to the level of trust that we ought to begin to operate in and engage in with God. That even though we're going through what we're going through right now around the world and the calamity and the sicknesses and the deaths and the pain and the hurt and the heartache, it's still a beautiful time. Come on. And it's beautiful because God hasn't changed his mind about his people. He hasn't changed his opinion about us. He's still on the throne. He still has a plan and a purpose that far exceeds what we're experiencing now. Come on. And so there's a level of trust. I want to encourage our listeners out there that he is still trustworthy. Now, let me go jump to another scripture real quickly in Isaiah. Isaiah, the prophet, Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55, verse 8 and verse 9. My thoughts are nothing like yours. This is the ESV version again. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. Yeah. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. What a powerful statement. Come on, man. We've got to be able to, we've got to be able to trust in the mystery of God. Come on. We've got to be able to, we've got to be able to, and this is, to encourage us that through all of this, through all of this, God is still trustworthy. He's still trustworthy. Even though we aren't, he's trustworthy. These events that are happening, Danny, around the world are historic events. We've never seen anything like this before. 
I mean, we've never seen anything where we're all quarantined to our homes, literally around the globe, from Italy to China, obviously, uh, to uh, Spain now, to all, to all around the world, we are being quarantined from this vicious virus. And through it all, through it all, I want to encourage our listeners again that there, there has to be a level of, of trust again in God. And, and we may not understand his plans. We may not understand his ways, like the scripture says in, in Isaiah. But guess what? I'm anchored. And so um, he is trustworthy beyond um, what we're experiencing there. Come on. I'm, I'm going to jump on that and jump on some couple of more scriptures. Oh, can I say his last point? Yeah. The word beautiful in Hebrew means appropriate. Yeah. So when we read that earlier in, in Ecclesiastes 3 and 11, I'll read it again. He has made everything beautiful in his time. That word beautiful in the Hebrew means appropriate, actually. That's good. So this is, this is an appropriate time of what's happening. Through all of it and through the tears and through the pain, it's still an appropriate time. That's right. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that, Sorry, that, that's perfect. That's powerful. I want to jump on that trust because I have Proverbs 3, uh, 5 open up. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And I think we, we have bumper stickers on this, but listen to what Solomon is saying here. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on, on your own understanding. And in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. But it doesn't stop there. It says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. If you what? What will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones? Well, if you trust in him, what you're saying, Mike, if you put your full trust in God, I'm not in control. And I think a lot of times things like this deals with our control, right? Issues that I'm, I have, yeah. I myself, Daniel Ortiz have, right? That we want to be in control. We want to be uh, knowing what's next. And when you don't know what's next, when you don't know, he said, you want help to your you want help to your flesh and strength to your bones, then just totally trust. Like the leaf is flowing in that river of water. Trust that God, all the things that is happening right now is going to work to your favor. And I'm gonna I'm gonna read something that I I believe uh, just an encouraging word from Paul in Romans eight uh, twenty six. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. You know what I mean? And if, you, if you're dealing with anxiety, if you're dealing with fear, if you're dealing with depression, all those are real emotions. And we're empathetic to those. Uh, we understand those. We've gone through them ourselves. You know what I mean? But here, Paul's saying the spirit helps us in our weakness. And one thing I want to highlight this morning, and I want to leave, you, I want to leave our listeners with, Mike, is that the Holy Spirit is here. He is our comforter. He is our helper. He is here in time of need. He's here to strengthen us. He understands everything that's happening. And so uh, more than ever, we need the voice of the Holy Spirit. We need the communication with the Holy Spirit. He's the personhood that's left on earth uh, to communicate heaven's treasures to us. You know what I mean? And it says, Paul says, but we do not know what to pray. I mean, I've mm -hmm. myself in these times not knowing what to pray as we ought to. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep, for, too deep for words. Meaning, sometimes there's not words, to, we don't have the words to, to, to talk about this thing. We don't have the words to talk about how I feel. But the Holy Spirit within us has the things that he begins to start searching from heaven, and heaven communicates through our mouth, and we then declare what heaven is saying. 
And he said, and he who searches the hearts knows what is in the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And so let's tap into the Holy Spirit. Let's tap into intercessions that we don't know ourselves, that we don't know the will of God. But as we pray in the Holy Spirit, as we begin to allow the Holy Spirit to speak through us, he begins to start speaking through us the will of God and the big plan of God. And he says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. Amen. All mm -hmm. things work together for the good. No matter what you're going through, there's good that's going to come out of this. For those who are called according to his purpose, the word says. And for some mm -hmm. of us, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed into the image of his son. And I want to run out of my room when I say that, Mike, because I'm saying everything that God is doing is to conform us to the image of his son. And whatever situation he's putting us in, he's allowing some things in our lives so that we can become closer to the father and look more like the son. And the Holy Spirit is here in work. He's in operation with heaven, right? There, there, is, an there, there is an operation plan of heaven, and it's called the Holy Spirit. You mean, and he's with us, talking to us in order that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those who he justified, he also glorified. So he has called you, he's justified you, he's glorified you. God's everlasting love, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? So he has called us, he has justified us he has glorified us and i trust it's totally in him and the holy spirit is here right now to help every single one of us as we are in our homes and he's teaching us some things and my prayer this morning uh mike is that we have eyes to see ears to hear and our hearts to obey what the holy spirit is trying to teach us in this moment so that we can be what the image of the son so that we can be conformed to looking like more like jesus yeah. Yeah, man. No, I, I, I think there's there's some incredible jewels out of this situation. Um, you know, in Psalms 27, it says some trust in chariots and some trust in horses. We should trust in the name of the Lord, our God. Come on. man. Um, and so there's there's our, our trust has to be placed solely in God in this time. Um, I think there's incredible jewels inside of what is happening around our world right now. Um, and, and I believe it includes solitude. I think, I think there's a global, um, theme, um, that is transpiring. Now we're being forced into it, but I believe the theme is solitude. Yeah. To actually escape the busyness of life and to be at home be with ourselves, be with God, be with our families, and and spend time reevaluating our lives, time to do an inventory of our hearts, time to do a diagnostics of our family, um, time to do a diagnosis of our finances. Um, and that takes time. That's right. Um, so I think there's an overarching theme of solitude that has infiltrated the earth. Um, we've been forced to go into solitude, but I, I believe that is a positive thing because we get a chance to kind of now see and discover what God is saying. Number one, number two, reevaluate our hearts and reevaluate 
to your point, um, our, our, our families and reevaluate our businesses and reevaluate our finances and reevaluate our relationships. And that takes time. And so, and, and what we've done in this culture is we've learned how to be busy bodies and really, really active, right? And I just think what we have to learn how to do is in, the, in this time um, is to rest in his goodness, just rest. You said it earlier about it's the global Sabbath and just resting in God and then resting period, right? Our minds are always racing. Our, we're always doing, right? And God has called us to be human beings and not human doings. And so we've got to learn to just in this season, in this time right now to just be, right? So I think that's an incredible jewel of discovery. If we, those who have, a, who have an ear to hear um, what the spirit is saying, I believe he's really, really beckoning us to solitude. Uh, in this time, I've enjoyed being home, Danny, the last few days with my, my wife and my kids. Uh, and I've been trending and tracking on solitude for the last year, actually, personally. But I've enjoyed being home. Now, obviously, I'm not enjoying what I'm seeing on television and what's happening to people all around the world. It breaks my heart. Um, but inside of that, for me personally, I've, I've been home uh, the last few days and, and have been inactive completely just focused on the wife and the kids and just myself and getting rest. Um, so I think, I think inside of what this calamity that's happening, if we can, if we can discover that there is an opportunity to draw closer to our families and begin to find the value in family again, begin to find the value in rest again, we'll be much better off. It's, it's, it's the kingdom language, right? To your mm-hmm. point, that's kingdom mm-hmm. language, right? Mm-hmm. Family and rest. Um, like I said earlier, this is, this is a global Sabbath. God is pushing us into the Sabbath. Um, yeah. And you said something about time. And I don't want to, because we, we, we're running out of time, but I, I'm going to leave it. Cause <laughs> there's something about time that you said that I'm trying to hear the Holy Spirit on right now. Um, because not that we waste time, but a lot of times we don't realize time. Right. I feel like the Holy Spirit, when you said the word time, just exploded that in my we don't realize the time. And so we want to pass the time instead of taking advantage of every moment. Right. That's something that that's a currency that we can't give back. Once it's gone, it's gone. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so mm-hmm. I, I want right. to highlight I, I won't I won't say anything else than what you just said, but I, I want to highlight what you said on that time. If people can go back and listen to what you just said about time, I think it's very important for the Holy Spirit. There's something about time that he's talking to us in this hour about. Um, so mm-hmm. um, I want to pray rest. for the folks real and, and rest. Yeah, I want to pray sure. for the folks real quick. And then, uh, Mike, thank you for uh, spending some time uh, in the word with us as we discuss this. And as we do this weekly, um, you know, me continue to uh, uh, rest and, uh, and, and listen to the Holy Spirit. And so, Father, we thank you for everyone that's listening uh, to this podcast, those who are going to listen to it this week, next week, months to come, um, Lord, as we're dealing with this COVID-19 and, and this virus, uh, we pray, first of all, healing uh, in your hand upon every single person that's dealing with the virus right now. Uh, and that's globally, that's worldwide, those in Italy, uh, those in Spain, uh, those in Africa, those in Central America, South America, those in Asia, China, God, those here in the United States, those in Canada. God, we pray, God, that these are your children made in your image and you're conforming them to the likeness of Jesus, God. And I pray uh, that that salvation and restoration will come to their life, God. 
And I pray that they can see the goodness of God in this, but I pray also healing. Um, I pray for rest. I pray for rest in our minds. I pray for rest in our hearts. I pray that that message that Mike gave, uh, unrest and, and solitude, God, Holy Spirit, help us to embrace solitude. Help us to embrace uh, the, the quiet place, uh, the place of meditation with you, God. I pray, God, that you strengthen our hearts to hear you better, God. Give us eyes to see. Uh, give us ears to hear and a heart to obey. And let your word become fresh in us. God, strengthen us with the food of your word. Uh, your word says, uh, Jesus, you told us in our prayer uh, that, that we shall pray for our daily bread. God, I pray, God, that the daily bread of your word, God, may go forth in every person that's listened to this word. And that you will encourage them in your word and that they will, God, hold fast the foundation of the word of God in their lives. God, we thank you for their lives and we thank you for what you're doing in all of us. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to add that real quick, Danny, as we close out. And thank you for that beautiful prayer, man. I agree with every word you, you, you prayed. It's important for us to pray for our leadership around the world, our governments, yeah. our presidents, um, even our pastors and our apostles and leaders around the world, that God begins to download strategy and tactics, practical tactics and strategies to combat what we're going against, that there is a, an outpouring of wisdom upon the people around the world from our leadership. Right. So what the world needs now is leadership, strong leadership, strong direction. And so I'm praying for our president. I'm praying for our government. I'm praying for our pastors and apostles and prophets around the world. That's right. Who have the, the, the responsibility of sharing this, these, these wisdom uh, keys and tactics and strategies to the people all around the world. So pray for your leaders, pray for your leaders and, and pray for practical instruction and practical wisdom that makes sense that's powerful and, and let's just take yeah. a few minutes to do that lord we pray for yeah uh, our president donald trump uh we pray for his cabinetry god your word says to pray for him so we pray for wisdom strategy understanding god we pray for empathy love um we pray that he sees you in in the midst of the this whole thing god that he gets a greater revelation of jesus a greater revelation of the father and a greater revelation of the holy spirit God, we pray for our local leadership, uh, Governor DeWine. God, we pray that wisdom and knowledge and strength over his mind um, and all those governors in the United States that are governing. We pray for presidents and, and every nation, God, that right now you give them wisdom and the strategies of heaven, God. Download heaven. Let the kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven into the minds of every one of our leaders. God, we pray for our pastors, apostles, pastors, teachers. God, uh, we pray for us surrendering and a humility to heaven. God, we pray, God, that they surrender in this hour to your kingship and to your lordship. God, we pray that you strengthen their minds, um, that you give them heavenly strategies. Um, God, as you decentralizing the church in this hour, as we moving into this kingdom age, teach them, God, how to decentralize, how to uh, look at acts and how to live out the purpose of the church uh, outside of walls of our buildings, God. And I pray for strategies from heaven to do that. I pray for wisdom and health and strength over them, Lord. And I thank you for their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. Awesome. Love, love you, brother. And uh, love you, folks. Uh, continue to uh, listen to our podcast. 
share it with a friend. Uh, we'll have one soon. Absolutely. Peace. All right. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.